I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid, but I had to give it up because I realized it was full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our code TMS at checkout to save $5 off your order. Coming up on TMS, there were many women on Scrubs. Close up of the birthing space. Sorry, boot Tim Hortons, eh? We don't like fleas. Jonah Hill is big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Release the laser head. Wickedly handsome, dirty fat man. CSI mukbang. My stormtrooper is looking at my crotch. Hornithology. <laughs> Mainstream weenie. Squirtle was my nickname in college. I like a little sideways fish. That's not brown at all. Tom's tech time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. There's a Mustang car inside the rice crinkles. Oh no, dear, the rice crinkles are inside our Mustang. But there is a Mustang inside the Rice Crinkles. Oh, there is a Mustang inside the Rice Crinkles. Is mayonnaise an instrument? The Morning Stream. This car smells weird. Hey, everybody. Good morning and welcome to The Morning Stream. It is Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. Scott Johnson here. Brian Hibbett there. Here. Here I am. There you are. Yep. Here we are. We're all together. Oh. My mixer had a little thing going. We're all together in the in this. <laughs> Guys, it's okay. We're in it together. So don't stress about it. I feel like I slept five minutes last night. I don't know what my deal was. Yeah. Well, I know I slept five minutes last night. I went to bed at uh, went to bed relatively early, about ten thirty. Read yeah. some. I'm reading Ready Player Two. Yeah, how is that so far? Uh. It, it's it's <laughs> it's more of the same of Ready Player One. So yeah. if you like Ready Player One, you'll like Ready Player Two. Yeah. But um, is every other sentence a reference to the eighties? Is that how that works? Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. my only I can't even really call it a complaint. That's my only quibble with it, but that's that's like complaining about uh I don't know. It's like complaining about Monty Python because they've got non sequiturs. You know, oh, it's oh, like yeah, that's yeah. that's what you're you're getting. That's but, what you're in for, sure. Um It's like saying, but, Hey, oh, how come Waterworld's got all this water in it? What's that about? That's yeah, ready player one and two are all about nostalgia yeah and i think that. i just want i want him i want ernest to feel comfortable to just say the um, morning if, whoops <laughs> just say uh if you leave yeah. uh, started playing on the on the turntable as opposed to if you leave the song that ducky and andy fell in love to on in pretty and pink uh, started playing on the turntable mm. just like that movie by john hughes called pretty and pink it's yeah. like uh you know just 
rest that rest assured that uh, the people who are buying your book are familiar with a lot of these references. And um, yeah, you don't have to explain it. It's, right. it's, it's a little yes, weird. Dice tomato, OMD, orchestral maneuvers in the dark. Are you? I don't know why you're saying. Are that. you familiar? <laughs> yeah, that's a band, right? The second CD I ever owned was uh, the Pretty in Pink soundtrack. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. my first CD. I feel I feel dumb now. Why don't I know that? Oh, really? My yeah. very first CD because uh, my dad took me to buy a CD player, 1986, 85, oh, 86. 86 was that? I don't remember when yeah. CD players happened in the mainstream. I don't know when they happened either, but I know I got mine for my birthday in 1986 because it was right before I moved. Uh, I had it for about a year before I moved to college. Okay, and um, uh. The first CD, like, so basically we go to the store and we get uh, the CD player. And then he says, well, pick out a CD, whatever CD you want. I said, oh, let me get uh, Howard Jones' Dream into Action. Cool. All right. So we get it home. We hook it up. I had a regular, you know, stereo with an auxiliary input. Sure. Ox is the kids say today. They call it an ox. Correct. So I plug the CD player into that, hit play. And it just started going, and it was like, it was skipping and not, not playing well. I'm like, oh crap. That seems he bad. Says, well, maybe it was the CD. Let's yeah. go back to the store, get you another CD and we'll see if it's, if it's different. So we went back and got pretty in pink and, uh, put that in. It was doing the same thing. And then we looked at the instruction that said there was a little plastic key you had to turn and remove on the bottom because it locks the laser head, which is on kind of spring bouncy, bouncy stuff. Yeah. Yeah springy bounciness yeah you have to unlock that so that it releases it from its springs and then you can play cds and they play normal so i end up getting two cds for that and uh that's old uh, school man (laughs) back in the day it really Uh, was i know uh, so i was looking at the dates 82 is the first consumer model um there was actually a patent granted in 1970 for what would eventually become the compact disc that's amazing um, that is that those that, that old because I felt like I felt like it was bleeding edge in 1986. I think like it just it was, was like, oh, finally main, it's finally mainstream, right? You'd go to a store. I think that was it. Plus, yeah. plus they were starting to be under 200 bucks. Yeah, because I think that's probably what kept me from getting one earlier. They were probably like five or six hundred dollars, and yeah, and the disc yeah. stopped being 35 or 40 bucks. Remember that they mm-hmm. were really expensive mm-hmm. when they first came out. It was like VHS when they first came out. It was like 90 dollars a, di- a tape. And then later, uh, CDs had that yeah, same problem. Were, DVDs were like that when they launched. 24, 25, yeah. I remember getting uh, paying that much for for uh, CDs. But yeah. I do did like the long boxes. I liked having the extra artwork. Oh, yeah. That stuff's great. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of plastic there and arguably bad or for the paper, environment and everything. Yeah, that, or paper, cardboard. yeah. That's true. Yeah. But I remember uh, they, Gun, that's exactly where we got it. It was Listen Up in Denver. And uh, my friend Angel Bigelow worked at that Listen Up. Um, they had the CD players and then they had the Laserdisc players. And uh, and yeah, that was a the thing. They had a lager drink. They had a spider. They had a lager drink and then a whiskey drink and then a cider drink and then a <laughs> other drink. And then a drink. Oh, crazy. Drink. TVZ Gun worked for Listen Up as well, but the one down in Colorado Springs. Okay, that's crazy that, that uh, two people I knew independently worked at listen up anyone in the chat know raspberry records you ever heard of that no nobody utah thing yeah it is i think it was utah only it's uh famous for uh we we'd love to go in there but it's also famous because apparently one of the one of uh ted bundy's victims who escaped Mm -hmm. 
uh, he caught or he got her behind a uh, behind a Raspberry Records. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but she got away. She she made it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch the. Uh, I need to watch that. That um, what was it? Uh, wickedly handsome and horribly dangerous, or whatever. Was <laughs> it like the Netflix uh, documentary about him? Yeah. The well, the, there's the one that's. There's the one that the dramatization or the I forget. Yeah, and I've got the names all mixed up. One's about the tapes, and I think it's called the Bundy tapes. That mm-hmm. might be the documentary, and then the wickedly okay. handsome, dirty, fat guy, whatever name, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the one with Zac Efron looking all sexy the whole time. That's right. Okay, and it's not bad. I actually kind of thought that was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what the consensus was on that, but I liked it. It was interesting. <laughs> anyway. Uh, serial killers they're they're back everybody they're back <laughs> they're back they're everybody back. um all right hey one, uh, one last one last record store yeah. thing yeah we used to have a place here um it was called underground records and it was down by the college it was down by denver university mm. and um it was run by like four swedish ladies <laughs> who had like it, it was a multi-room awesome record store and this place had everything all these imports and hard to find stuff and i spent so much money there the other thing they had were about 12 cats that would lay around all over the store often in the record bins so like you'd want to go flip through the 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 r's (laughs) there's like a a big fat black long-haired cat laying on them and you'd be like oh well i guess i'll look at F's. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. You don't. The cat doesn't. You don't move. The cat. You know. You have you don't to wait move for the, the cat. cat. You just decide to buy something else. But yeah, yeah I spent so much money at that. That's place. really weird. Got why? why by, uh, uh, how do you know it was four Swedish ladies? Or what, what's? I'm, I'm dying oh, to know the story. I mean, when you go up to the counter, they talk to you, and it's like, oh, you're buying a, a such and such. Oh, it's very good. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst Swedish accent, but I really hadn't planned on 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 doing one. Well, I hadn't workshop right. that one. It was all right. You had a little scars guard uh, in there. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Sid Vicious. I didn't know he did solo album. Ooh. That's more like Eastern European is where I'm going. You're getting Russian by the second. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is just an odd thing to say. There's this record it store is. run by four Swedish women and their four cats. Four Swedish ladies and 12 cats. Yeah. Yes. And here's what's funny. When the... Um, uh, when the ladies sold the place... Yeah. To the new owners, who are still the new owners, and, and turned it into a twist and shout, which is amazing. Um, the cats stayed; like the ladies didn't take their cats with them. Oh, weird! Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, don't know. I don't know what the deal is with that. But, maybe they um, didn't want to go. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the cats were there before the four Swedish ladies got there. Maybe the cats ran it the whole maybe time. The cats, maybe the cats are the owners, and they they brought the Swedish ladies in. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're lucky it wasn't yeah. the other way around. They weren't selling you the records, and the ladies were sitting in the R bin. You know, you never That's know. Right? Exactly. Right. It's <laughs> they go home. the the la- The Swedish ladies go into a little crate, and then the cats go and count their money and say, "Oh, let's, let's put a few more uh, copies of uh, Millie Vanilli's album out." Yeah, that sounds about right. Hey, yeah. uh, speaking of serial anyway. killers, I got a little uh, dream yeah. to tell you about. Um, oh, please do. I actually Jeez. had it two nights ago. Forgot to mention it yesterday. Meant to. Uh, but then last night I went, oh, I forgot to tell Brian about that dream. I'm going to put it in the notes. Here, Here is what happened. You were in my dream again, Brian. Uh, wait, there's a song. Isn't there, <laughs> isn't there a song? What's the song? You're I'm the, sure there's lots of songs that say you were in my dreams. Uh, yeah, but a big one. In, you were in my 
dream. In my dream, dream. Well, there's uh, there's uh, what's her face, Debbie Gibson. Only in my dreams. That's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> that's that's sad. <laughs> oh, it's more than only sad. In my dreams. That's really sad. Yeah. You can only hear that at the mall, you know. You had to go to see yeah, her at the mall. Pick. Electric youth, everybody. Over there by the uh, big fat yellow tabby. Go yep. pick up a copy. That's the one. Anyway, so I'm in this dream, and uh, we're we're uh, detectives, okay? And we've been put on this this uh, this uh, serial killer case. There's, a, there's okay. a murderer in this dream called the Muckbang Murderer. Okay. <laughs> okay now here's the weird thing about it i don't still at the end of the stream still know whether the the perpetrator was one of those mukbang video people that eats food on camera and makes a lot of sloppy noise mm-hmm. which is a thing people like that i guess there's a whole twitch channel dedicated to it mm-hmm. um or if it was somebody who was killing mukbang streamers mm, right. or He's youtubers a- a murder of muckbangers, or if he is a muckbanger himself. Right. This was never clear. It was never made clear to me in the dream. <laughs> but we were really on the we were on the case, man. It was like uh, just hunting down leads and interviewing people, and uh, somebody talked oh. to the doorman. So we're going to go talk to the doorman. Like it, it was like a montage type dream where we just were, and we were at it in like I think it's because I'm reading so much Batman right now mm-hmm. uh, comics and. There's so much like detective work going on between him and, uh, you know, Commissioner Gordon and, and other cops in the on the force and everything. And so there's this back and forth all the time. And those guys are always wearing like trench coats and like hats and they're looking a little shady or whatever when they're out there doing their cop work. We look like those guys. And um, and that's basically it. Just me and you hunting down leads for the mukbang murderer. <laughs> So, but we never found out. So he just knew him by name. So we didn't know why. Oh, I'm bummed because I really want to know why he was called the mukbang. Murderer. You're not kidding. Like, like it's really like, unfortunate. Uh, I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> Ew. I, I kind of hate that. <laughs> yeah. So do the victims, Scott. So do the victims. Yeah, I don't want some guy jamming like freaking octo- fried octopus in his mouth while he's killing you. <laughs> You're gonna finish that Kalamari. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that dude from Mindhunter. Um, but yeah, it was a. <laughs> it was really weird, and and at the end, it was one of those dreams where everything felt normal until I woke up, and then when I woke up, I immediately was like, "Wait a minute, what? Who are we after? What was the point of that?" And then I couldn't get an answer, and then I couldn't sleep again. So I slept like I felt like I slept five minutes last night. I'm kind of a, just a freaking wreck, and today. I got to do a, um, I got a rehearsal. It's a, the time's a little floaty, but a rehearsal with uh, with the Blizzard people. Boy, that's not a fun day to have five minutes of sleep. You know, you got to be on your no, game. You got to be ready. You got to. Yeah, for sure. Got to be up. But uh, so, uh, yeah. what are they going to ask you? Fake questions? I guess uh, you're not doing the Q and A. I mean, you're you're moderating the Q and A. You're not providing the A's to the Q's. So, no, 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 no. But you probably still have to have like a few fake questions to say oh that's a really good question uh let's go over to uh ian uh Hezekostas, or again I you got it you nailed it you know did it. i get it yeah, wow okay it. yeah and uh see what he says yeah no it's nothing like that it's more like um we they call it rehearsal but it's really just like testing the tech or we're all there like together how's this looking the guys are switching zoom around you know just that kind of stuff gotcha. so nothing too crazy but we'll see you're not how using it that goes. background the way you have it right now are you oh yeah this background's totally standing look <laughs> Look at all that blizzard shit I got back there. See all that blizzard stuff? You're not going to change it up? Yeah, see all that blizzard stuff? I did. I put a look at all my blizzard boxes. Look at all that. 
Oh, you did. You did change it up. Yeah, oh, yeah I did. I literally, I literally changed it up. My stormtrooper sitting over here looking at my crotch. But right you, now. you cover up all of your, um, like I see a Diablo box, but you know, you, yeah. I see the World of Warcraft gin- ginormous uh, Pandaria box. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's hard because it's all back there. You just really gotta, you gotta move around a lot. You gotta I'm duck and weave so they can see all the boxes, Scott. So Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me in patch 9.1, what's the plan for that? <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Excellent. Yeah. Who Do needs... that all during rehearsal and things will go fine. Yeah. Who even needs rehearsal? I think I just did it. That's right. That was fantastic. That's right. All right. Well, we, uh, we've we come to the part of the show where we'd like to involve you uh, there in the live listening audience and try to win some prizes in a little game we call Battle Royale. And to do that, we have to have our old pal Brian Dunaway join the call, which we'll do shortly. And then you guys can call in at 801-471-0462. That's right, 801-471-0462 is the number to call. And Dunaway's mm-hmm. not answering. So I don't know why that is, except to say, oh. I lied, he did. <laughs> Hey, everybody, check it out. Babel Royale. Time to play with Brian Dunaway. It's like, hey, Mrs. Dunaway, can Brian come out and play? Can you play, Brian? Come out and play, you. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Of course I can come out and play. Oh, good. Well, we were... Your mom is sometimes a real jerk about it. We just want to make sure. Hey, hey, hey. Look, yeah. I, uh, I know that you you have chores. <laughs> but she has Kool-Aid. She has, she has the purple stuff as well. So let's get that going. <laughs> That's also Kool-Aid. Hey, you know what? My mom used to like feeding. Do your, do your mom ever like to feed hummingbirds? Is that something you guys do out there? Uh, or is that just a southern thing? No. We like to feed hummingbirds. Yeah. But, um, we had no, that. I don't ever grew up with a there was no feeder outside when i grew up it wasn't until i moved out on my own that we got a feeder we had a well, feeder but i, I, think my I mom wasn't ran born it. into having a feeder so when my mom started decided she was going to start feeding the hummingbirds i was like cool yeah. you know and i'm like i guess like six or seven or something mm-hmm. and i'm i've been outside <laughs> playing all day i run inside hit the refrigerator yeah cool mom made some red kool-aid <laughs> <laughs> yeah time to drink it up yeah that tastes like not Kool-Aid. Like it bird tastes water. like tastes like bird yeah, water. Just, yeah. Tastes like bird water. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It's sugar and water and food it's coloring, sugar. isn't it? It's pra- yeah. yeah, and it's practically Kool-Aid, but it's something not right. Yeah, it's There's not right. You gotta have that fruity flavor of the Kool-Aid to make There's it good. A, Otherwise the sugar not, water. Yeah, it looks like mega berry refresher, but right. it's not mega berry refresher. <laughs> no. And I can tell you right now, she put a lot of sugar in there. That was like the <laughs> sugariest water I've ever had in my life. Oh yeah. Doesn't it feel like it's the worst thing we could do to animals is just give yeah. them all that sugar? sugar. <laughs> Here you go. Here's you some sugar water. It, re- <laughs> it really is like putting a it's like if we were into putting a poo outside and hoping the the flies come. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, kind of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, as humans, we often try to apply our human appetites and things that don't work for us to other animals. Yeah, it's guess, weird that we do I mean, that. Birds. Yeah. 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 Well, they, they seem like to be fine. To try to make vegetarians out of their cats. Sure. But I, as far as I know, there are no like hummingbird <laughs> shortages. They still exist in greater, yeah, great numbers. Fine. Yeah. 
But we, somebody points out, yeah, I wonder if we didn't give them all that sugar if they wouldn't if they wouldn't fly so fast. Like they if, they, if we put if we put a nice herbal tea in hummingbird right. feed, hummingbird feeders, would they just kind of like? Oh my gosh, that would be uh, terrible. Oh, hey, how's it going? Yeah, oh, Dude, this is so much better. Yeah, they're not really made for gliding, so that would be terrible. Yeah. That would be terrible. Yeah, we got to keep them hyped up. They're not man. like That's most birds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, all right. This has been a fun ornithological ornithology. Ornithology. What do you call it with birds? Ornithology. 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 Ornithological. Ornithological discussion that we've had here today. Our TED, our full TED talk, will be on the NPR show later, and check it out. All right. Hey, we got a caller on the line. Did I put? Did I put it in my name? Is the password, or did I, or did Scott? I think you did because Scott's not logged in yet. Oh, yeah. What did you? What did you do? Do people see that? People see that name, don't they? When they, uh, I hope not. Uh, right. Oh, they do see it. You're right. Uh, yeah. So maybe you want to. Uh, yeah, you... I, I, okay. Let me check, let me what password it, should it. I be right, using? No, wait. It's still. It's still. Okay. No, that's Scott's. That's Scott's oh, side. Mine says Scott. Scott. Uh, yeah, yours says not Scott. So Scott did. Scott did that. I haven't logged in. I'm not logged in. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We'll try it now. See, maybe it'll. I don't know what the password is. Where's the password? Is it? It's oh. right there in the in the room. <laughs> <laughs> the name. Yeah. Of all times to lose the password, here right. it is, right here. It's well, the. I probably still have it on the other. So you know what pro- probably happened is you logged out and then logged back in and it created yeah. two players. So that's what I'm let thinking. Let me. Um, man, I, I. You know, <laughs> you guys just want to break this thing don't oh, you i'm in now i found the browser that the had the saved yes. password okay but the problem is i don't i wonder if scott can buzz in now because we've got yeah i know uh okay, so i totally closed it again. oh let's do reset players game there is not go. accepting ah, players there we go now, now try logging in all right here all right. It comes. this time i'm going to use okay, not the password yes please it's please. see it, it saved the password and i got confused <laughs> this is the worst yes. <laughs> seriously the worst all right so i'm in i guess i'm in am i in yeah, I see you. I see okay. you. I see you. I see player for, two. Uh, I'm coming. Get your ass in there, dude. I'm working on it. Freaking Get G- your ass in there. There we go. I'm now I see. The buzzer. I see Scott and. Oh, I didn't all right. Hear and uh, you want to try a buzz in there? All yeah, right. There we go. Now we hear Those it. Those things seem to be working. Yeah. Hey, can we get a player? Maybe. Yeah, I let's get know. a player. We got a player on the line right <laughs> now. Let's find out who's been holding. This is uh, who. Who is this? Thanks for holding. Hi, this is uh, Sandy. It's um. Caitlin in the or uh, Caitlin in the uh, chat room. Oh, nice, Sandy! Oh, welcome hey, to the show, Sandy. I grew up in a in a little town called Sandy when I was a teenager. Just fun note. Oh, cool. Yeah, you're nothing well, like Sandy. That town. Was a bigger than a little town. I mean, you hear about Sandy, Utah all the time. Yeah, now these days, but back in the day, oh. it was I don't know, pretty small. But we, uh, gotcha. as I, yeah. I loved it back there. in the 1800s. It yeah, was the 1800s, small. 1890, 95, somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's good to have you here, Sandy. Let's see if we can win you some prizes. Brian explained to her how she can do that. Well, it's time to play the Tadpooly feud, as if you didn't hear us do all that setup. I've surveyed the Tadpool on some nerdy topics, and Scott and Brian will have to predict the answers that the Tadpool gave us. It's Scott and Brian's job to see how many of those answers they can guess. Caller, your job is more important than ever because you're going to be working with either Scott or Brian. If your team wins, you will win a prize package that includes a bag of Kahawa Coffee, courtesy of Kahawa Coffee Roasters. Go check them out online and get their delicious coffee. Uh, you'll also get a copy of Minoria on Steam. Oh. Are you familiar with Minoria? No. Minoria, yeah. No. Minoria Report? Minoria. 
minority. It's, it's M-I-N-O-R-I-A or something like that, yeah, right? Exactly. Yes, we, we did it. I think I did. Didn't I do that one for the boob show? At oh, one you know what? That? That's why it's familiar. You absolutely did. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a total side scroller. Um, oh, this is pretty. Yeah, it's like a, a, like a shinobi sword fighting. I would. It's it's kind of Metroidvania. It's cool. It's a very cool yeah. game. I knew the sound of familiar, and yes, Brian did cover it once, and I it's in my. Uh, I have it. I own it, but I've never played it. But anyway, it looks good. It's reviewed well. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, I played Momodoro. Momodora. Oh, Momodora. The, I think you've played Momodora. this too, that's though. Looks, I may I played this one too. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, that's the game. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's what you're winning. Yeah. Um, let's give you guys the topic. And you know what? I'm actually going, once I give you the topic, I'm going to do things a little different. I'm going to let Sandy play with, with one of you guys throughout the whole thing. Oh, all right. Um, oh, no, well, that's how we do this. Never mind. It's, it's the other one that we we're changing to let the player play with you guys the whole time. Uh, hello, I'm Brian, and I'm brand new to this, apparently. Your category is <laughs> name things in Airbnb. No, uh, put your hands on your buzzers and tell me. Which Pokemon would you want to own as a pet? Got. Okay. Got. Uh, I would like to own Pikachu as a pet. Duh. Show me Pikachu. How can I not be the number one? <laughs> number one. All right. Number one. Yeah. No way you can beat that answer. All right, Sandy, you get the choice now. You can either play with Scott or Brian as a team. Who would you like to? Who whose team would you like to be on? Uh, I'll go with Scott. Should go with me. With Scott, okay. Oh, All yeah. right. Well, Scott, you've got possession. Do you want to play? I guess there's no player pass anymore again because we we, we made just, this yeah, a we just uh, just like go situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so confused by my own games. Well, we've made tweaks to it, so it's fine. it has it's evolved so much. All, um, right. All right. So Scott, name another Pokemon people the tadpole would like to own as a pet. Well, Sandy, I would. I would feel pretty good about uh oh geez, now my brain's gone dead. Everyone ah, everyone likes that. That was the reason why I was so slow to hit. <laughs> Every, I was like, I know three. <laughs> uh everybody likes that Eevee thing creature. Oh, uh the Eevee thing. Yeah, uh what's it called? Is it just called Eevee? I guess it is. The one that's Yeah, the, the base one's just called Eevee. Yeah, let's do that. Eevee. All right. All right, show me Eevee. Number two. Oh, that is nice. Correct. My guess is that's the order of sales that that one uh, Switch game had. Like they sold yeah, the a let's little go, bit more. Let's yeah, the go Let's Go Pikachu, series. Let's Go Eevee. Yeah. Even though I bought, I bought Let's Go Eevee. Yeah. That's the one I wanted. I think I got, I don't, oh no, I got P- Pikachu because I'm a mainstream mm-hmm. weenie. All right. Um, <laughs> mainstream so weenie. Stays with us. Uh, how do, Sandy, how do you feel about Bulbasaur? Nice. Yeah, that's not a bad choice. Okay. Let's go Bulbasaur. All right. Show me Bulbasaur. Oh, number yeah. uh, eight. Wow. Lower yeah, than I'd like. Lower down. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah, you got to wonder why people want these as pets. Yeah. Right? Like, all right, what made them choose Pikachu? Like, uh, if the power goes out, you could just plug him into a, plug your light switch lights into the, into him or uh, what? Or Eevee because of the evolutions? I don't know. Right. <laughs> Plus, you know, it, yeah, it's, he sounds like Deadpool, so yeah, I'm bad. down with that. Yeah. You're down with any <laughs> right. that sound like Deadpool. Okay, let's say, um, oh, Sandy, help me. What's like uh, Give me a name. My brain's gone dead. Charizard. Charizard, good one. Ah. Charizard, all right. Show fire. me Charizard. Okay. <laughs> Man, he'd make five. a mess. 
Um, it would. See, that would. That's the one I wouldn't want because I figure it'd just be torching everything all over the house. Right. So if I were, I'd want one that looks like that little thing in Fifth Element on the on what's his name's desk, and I think it's called. It, it reminds me of a Snorlax. I think is the name. Uh, that is the name. That okay. is the name. Let's do. Let's try a Snorlax and see. All right. Show me a, like a very different size than the one on uh, Zorn's desk. Yeah. Show me a Snorlax. <laughs> oh. Now, see, Snorlax is my spirit animal, so I can I can totally yeah. down with that. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? You just but it, like they're, a... they're massive. They wouldn't fit on Zorn's desk. Zorn's desk would fit on him. Yeah. But his gun would hit it easily because it's got that. <laughs> Not one or two or three, but four. Where are my four guns? <laughs> four elements. Um, all right. It's five. <laughs> he's like four. Yeah, but, he, but he says it like that. He's what does he do? Does he count all the way up to four and then say not one or two or three or four, but five? Oh, Where it. my that's five? Yeah, you got it. That's it. That's how he did it. Yeah. Uh, Sandy, do you have another one that springs to mind? Uh, I would go Mewtwo. Mewtwo, good one. Mewtwo, oh, very nice. good one. Mewtwo. All right. Show me Mewtwo. Oh, really? Oh. I am shocked by that. People people wow. said Mewtwo, but it did not rank high enough on the list to... Uh, Are you sure they didn't say yeah. Me Too? Sure that wasn't? <laughs> they said Me Too. Hashtag Me Too. All right, so let's now you, you now Brian, now, now you. it's uh, Brian's turn. Brian. Oh, my turn? Yeah. Name a Pokemon that you would want to own as a pet or that the tadpole gotten, would want to... Right, I've gotten too comfortable. Um, I'm, I don't see I don't see the one that people actually have pets of, and that's a Squirtle. I mean, ah, he's, he's yeah, he's kind of a he's kind of a pet. Listen, when the pipes freeze, it's nice to have a squirtle. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Show me squirtle. Oh, number number four. three. 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 Yeah. Uh, oh, why is that one yellow? That's weird. Because uh, oh, because Dunaway got it. Because I got it, Scott. Gotcha. Why is that? That's insulting. <laughs> he's like, realize. oh, I haven't seen yellow yet. Why? Why is that one yellow? Oh, oh, because you suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, still your turn. Is it still my turn? Yeah, still your turn. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... It's called Ninetales, right? Isn't that the name of that foxy-looking thing with the Ninetales? I don't know. I'm not telling you. I think it's called Ninetales. Ninetales! We're going Ninetales! I literally have no idea. (laughs) Show me Ninetales! Okay. Um, But you know what I'm talking about, right? No. Okay. There is a nine tails. Yes. Yeah. That's so cute. Look at it. It's got nine tails. I think maybe one or two people said nine tails. So I was, I was going through my head, like where I've seen some Pokemon recently. And the most recently I've seen them is in like Smash Brothers. And uh, the what? Sandy, the little, the pink, the pink ball one with the ears. <laughs> Do you know the one I'm talking about? Uh, the one that sings? Maybe. Uh, uh, you fight with him in Smash Brothers, but he's like a oh, uh, 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 blah, 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 blah. I had it, I had it. It came past my brain and then ran the other direction. Hold Wee. on. Uh, d- uh, oh, uh, uh, J- uh, Jigglypuff. Yes, that's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> Jigglypuff. That's a good one. Jigglypuff. That's a good one. All right, show me Jigglypuff. Oh, everybody wants a Jigglypuff. Everybody wants a Jigglypuff. That's so low down the list. I don't like that. It is. Yeah, but you still have control. Okay. Do I, though? Do Bare- I? Barely. There are uh, three answers still on the board. The 6th, 7th, and ninth. And I'm pretty popular. sure mathematically I don't have a chance because 48 no. and 32. Yeah. 
We, okay. might, we might need to uh, somehow tweak this game even further right. to figure it out, but I don't know. Maybe it's the number of answers you get. Or what if you just, if you did change it to go back and forth. Maybe which, weighted. Yeah, right. you could do a weighted. If top you, three weighted like for two points and uh, sure. second three with one point or something like that. I didn't hear a word Scott said. Scott sounded like he had a suggestion. I was going to say, if you went the other, if you went. I don't care about Scott's shut up, suggestions. Shut They're up. stupid. Shut up. <laughs> If you went backward, if you went backward, or sorry, if you went back and forth with questions, it would end up just being like a normal Babel Royale. So it would just be Babel not, Royale, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how you do it. Um, all right, yeah, I think maybe the number of answers you guys get right, but you're still mathematically eliminated. Um, thanks for that. Oh, magic, yeah, no magic! I want to do a magic carp, Sandy. You all right oh, with a magic nice. carp? That's fine by me. Okay, I like a little sideways, a sideways fish. I'm into it. The little flippy, floppy, fishy. Show me Magikarp. Damn it. Oh, nobody Damn wants me. to put a Magikarp in a fish two, tank. Two people float. on the survey did say Magikarp, but uh, not enough to make it on well, the Well, they were uh, right, the those people. They were right. Yeah. All right, back to you, Brian. You've got uh, control. Oh. Well, I mean, I can imagine there's got to be at least some bird fans out there. How about a, how about a big old nice Pidgey? How would that do? That Oh, be? sure. Pidgey. Too common. Why not? I'm not. <laughs> Show me Pidgey. Yeah, it's too common. Nobody wants that bird. They're yeah, everywhere. It's everywhere. Like you could, it's it's what your pet eats. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pidgeys. <laughs> uh, all right, Wallace Sean. Just kidding. He's not a Pokemon. Um, well, Sandy, I don't have any in my head. Do you have any others that jump out at you? Do you think maybe Mister Mime? Oh, Mister Mime might work. Is it Mister Mime? It is Mister Mime, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I'm so bad at these names. Uh, yeah, we'll say let's say that, Mr. All Mime. Right. Let's say Mr. Mime. Show me Mr. Mime. Damn it! Oh. Nobody absolutely nobody ever wants Mr. Mime. It's, it's nobody the, wants Mr. Mime. It's the Pokemon you can't get rid of once he gets in your house. <laughs> is he just? Is he do he like? Just mimes? won't leave. He's still sitting there doing miming things. So that is what he is, right? He's a little mimer guy. He is. Okay. Yep. All right. All right, Brian. Uh, you can win the game. Just kidding. Uh, but yes, let's see if you've got. We've got three more answers. Let's see how you do. Tyranitar. Oh, Tyranitar! Such a great uh, meta Pokemon to have for so many different raids. Uh, show me Tyranitar. No. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Too weird. Too out there, yeah. man. Too out there. No, pretty much everybody's stuck has been working. The, uh, <laughs> everyone's stuck in in Gen One, uh, which is great. Oh. Uh, show me number six. Charmander. Yeah, so Charmander. So we had Charizard. Oh, people Charmander. The, uh, the base level. Speaking of base levels, you were so close, Brian. Number seven. Volpix. Oh, Volpix. That's what turns that's, into a nine tails. Yeah, that's my that's my dirty. That's my oh, rated I X. Asked. That's my rated my rated X uh, uh, porn streaming service. I'm going to start called Volpix. Oh, picks. Yeah. You don't want to know what we focus on. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, I can guess Vol- just from that name. Yeah. I'm just not going to say. <laughs> We're going to keep it a surprise. Is what I'm Volvos saying. is what you're going to focus on. The yeah, cars, yeah. the Swedish automobile. That's the one. Uh, show me number nine. Oh, uh, Tiger Dog, Growlithe. Growlithe and Arcanine both came in uh, on the list, um, but uh, Growlithe made it into the top 10. Yeah, people had um, surprising how many people like. Meowth, um, Mew, Rapidash, Alakazam, yeah. Articuno. It's funny that nobody picked like 
like I would pick Aerodactyl because great, you've got a pet that you can ride, you can fly around on this. Oh, thing that's a good to, point. Yeah, you can. You can how like, long does the tadpole have to think about these? They have like infinite amount of time to think about it. Infinite amount of time. Yeah, they go to the survey. They can sit there, and a couple of people even Googled and said I had to look up the name of this one. Oh, they good. actually put that in there. Uh, in their answer, a few people said, you know, things like Dennis or, um, <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking is like the real family feud. I feel like the real family feud. I always had this impression that they had people with clipboards mm-hmm. out in the street somewhere, uh, you know, asking people on yeah. the spot. Did they ever right. do like the, that? How did they, did they yeah. ever explain My how they got their surveys? They, um, my guess is that they, uh, uh, asked people as they came in for the in-studio yeah. audience. Right? Oh. Like basically, when you came in, you filled out a survey that they used for a later episode and or for later episodes. And, um, that makes and sense. I always keep that in mind when I'm watching Family Feud, and that's the reason why I say things that come quick to the mind but not necessarily are a good answer. But here, that wouldn't apply. So that theory is totally blown out. i got to stop using that. Well, that's the reason why I said Pidgey, because I'd be like, some people would be like, I don't know, Pidgey. I don't know. Yeah, that does seem like a thing on the street somebody would answer. But right. I think Brian's right. They probably just had the audience do it, and then they would, they'd sandbag ahead of time, so they had plenty of them uh, at, the, at the ready. But they never explained it. They just said, mm-hmm. survey says. And so, yeah, I'm like you. In my head, I'm like, there's a guy at the mall with a clipboard. Don't talk to me. I'm going to the freaking <laughs> software, etc. I don't want to talk to you. Can I ask you uh, a really weird question? Yeah. Can I ask you the strangest sure. thing ever? Uh, what's your favorite potato? Sexual undertones. Can I? <laughs> Can I kiss you? Because I'm I'm Richard, whatever his name is. Anyway, uh, well, there you go. That means uh, one thing and one thing only, and this is what it means. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It means that Yay! Sandy has won. She deserved it, and we had clearly the most points. That means that these prizes are yours. All you got to do is email Brian Coverville at gmail He will hook you up with both your digital prize and your physical coffee prize. Congratulations! Awesome, How do you. you feel? How do you feel about your big win? I feel really great. It's the first time I ever called in, so I'm oh, happy. I'm really Yay. happy to have you Good call deal. in. Thank you for being here. Uh, it's Sandy, everyone. Have a great week. All right. As if we're <laughs> going to see her next week. I don't know. <laughs> have a great week or however long it is until we talk to you again. Yes. She seemed very nice. Uh, Brian Dunaway, you also seem very, you seem very nice. Uh, what I was going to oh, say you. about you. Oh, we just did a, we did a boop show last night and had a great time. If you haven't heard it, you'll want to. Uh, so go get it wherever you get your podcasts. Or check out the the, uh, the YouTube archive of the thing. Or you can just find all those details and information and direct subscription information over at frogpants.com slash B-O-O-P. And tune in this weekend when he'll join us again for our little no. format. Oh, no, it's not this weekend. We're no, not doing this no, weekend. I, no, no. Yeah, Blizz, BlizzCon line has messed all that up. So no film sack this weekend. But the following week after that, we will. And I don't know what we're doing, but we'll look forward to that. Uh, Where I'm going to play some Valheim. Is it Valheim or Heem? I, I just like saying it Heem, even though I'm sure it's Valheim. I think it's Valheim, but yeah, Valheim is fun to say. Yeah. Uh, how Have you played that yet, or is this going to be your first crack into it? I have not played it yet, but there are some uh, friends that I have that have set up servers, and I'm going to hop on all of them and give them a try. Oh, private servers. I, I didn't realize. I didn't know they were doing that private server thing. That's cool. Oh, yeah. And Scott's, you know, he's doing the whole single player thing i heard that's what he wants to do that's what i want to try i want to see if that game can because i'm i can't schedule around everyone else's schedule i can never do that very well so if it's fun solo i'm gonna give it a shot but that thing is like selling like freaking they're printing money over there 
Like, I don't know no, why that game is so popular. Over 2 million copies already or something like that? Yeah, yeah. They recouped yeah. their dev costs in like a, a day. And yeah. no one saw it coming. It wasn't like highly anticipated. It was just this thing out of nowhere. And it's like killing it on the on Steam chart. So anyway, I must know what's happening. Uh, I must I... know. But first, we must know uh, how bad did Kim scare you when you were playing really Little bad. Nightmares? Really bad. <laughs> was it? A little pee came recovered? out. Yeah, a little pee came out. Uh, yeah. Yep. I had to. Well, yeah, bummed that nobody had that Twitch uh, Twitch clip. I saw other Twitch clips. That's the one I really wanted to no, see. No, it's there. Someone did. I don't know who had okay. it. Yeah. Somebody JK grabbed it. that, right? Yeah, JK yeah. Grammar, I think, grabbed it. And it's and it's her coming up and goosing me from behind while I'm in the middle oh, of it. so great. Repeatedly <laughs> trying to kill those doll kids with the freaking ladle, Brian. You didn't warn me about this, Dunaway. Oh, my God. They're so hard to kill. They're so hard to kill. They have this weird timing. <laughs> And yeah. it's also dark as hell when you do kill him. Oh, it's so weird. That game is up my bum. <laughs> I love it. It's really, it. really. You something. gotta play. Yeah, you should play. I, would, I do want to. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still loving uh, Phoenix Rising. Fine. I'm, I've got to complete it. I've got to visit every, you know, complete every side quest and. Yep. Get everyone done. Got to clean mm-hmm. it up. Uh, Brian Dunaway, it. have a great day and suck uh, a butt. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. All right. Oh, no. A reminder that you don't want to leave the show today early because uh, later in the show today, we have the Canadian accent special TMS mashup. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. All right. So stick around. Just, uh, <laughs> if I could think of a way to apologize ahead of time for that, if it was a word I could think of to use to apologize, I'd say it, but I can't. I know. I can't, can't think, think of it of either. It. It's just not coming yeah. to me. But uh, <laughs> but but when it, when it does, you'll know. That's later today oh, no. exactly. on the show. For now, this. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. In the news this morning. Good morning. All right. Let's do some news brought to you by. Between the Boop Show last night and Core tomorrow night, it's just about all the game's coverage to make your week feel right. Get both shows and more at frogpants.com. Yeah, go look. Check it out. Thursday's uh, core should be interesting. And uh, there'll be some bonus coverage of BlizzCon Online with, uh, let's see, Friday's opening ceremonies. We're going to do a co-stream with me, Garrett, Kyle Ferguson, and Jocelyn Moffat. We'll all be uh, Mm, on there. Yeah, very much looking forward to that. The dream team. The dream team. Uh, We don't even know what that looks like yet, so we're not even sure what it's going to be, but we're just going to be there. All right, so we're going to be there and see what happens. All right. Hey, look at this. There's a story about another Florida guy. I didn't realize how many of the late recent stories are Florida stuff. I don't try to get these. God, I know. It, 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 uh, is it just Florida's like all of a sudden a little more active, spiked I up? <laughs> I don't know. It feels like we were getting a lot of that in the past, but now suddenly it's just like overwhelming. Uh, but here's a story that'll that'll warm your hearts uh, right around. When it's now past Valentine's Day, but you know we're yep. close enough. Man steals a ring from one Florida girlfriend. To propose to his other girlfriend, according to deputies. Oh, <laughs> this is like one of those sitcoms where they're they're on a date and they have to go back and forth in the restaurant between two tables. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's what you want. Yeah. Um, Volusia County, Volusia, I think so. Mm-hmm. County, County. Uh, yeah. Is, did you? Is that a? Is there a paper there? Do you ever go there? Um, there might be a paper there. I don't know. I, I don't. There wasn't a paper called the Volusia County something that I know of, but one of the cities that I went to may have been in Volusia County. Gotcha. Uh, deputy, feels like I've been all over Florida, probably like six or seven different newspapers. You've been up Palm and down Beach America's Post, Wang repeatedly, is what you're saying. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. 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 
up and down. Oh, Daytona. Way. Then I have been. Yeah, then then I've definitely been there because I, the Daytona Daily News, Daytona, Daytona Daily News. That's what sounds familiar. Maybe that's it. Daytona. Anyway. You guys know that song? Remember that from the Daytona no. arcade game? <laughs> no. <laughs> is that a song or is it just is it just that? something that it says as soon as you play that game? No, it's like. Oh, There's a whole I, song? Yeah, I gotta play it now. I'm sorry, you guys. Daytona, I have to play it. California. No, not like that. Yeah. Arcade song. Here it is. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna play it, and then you're gonna love it. Here we go. It's called Let's Go Away is the name of the song. And every yes. every whenever you, that game just started its sort of demo before you put a quarter in, it would it would play this. So here you go. <laughs> it's so bad. Let's go away. Yeah, let's go away. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's okay. So that's that's uh, performed by a band that uh, I, I'm guessing the lyrics are not in their native language. Just no, a guess. Feels like it. Yeah. yeah. It's a little like, uh, let's play Pac Man. It's like that guy. Right. <laughs> Right. Where is he? You're anyway? giving your best effort. Oh, here he is. Activate Pac-Man. Activate Pac-Man. Let's play Pac-Man. All right. <laughs> um. All right. So this guy, he uh, stole this ring, see, and uh, it was yeah. for it was for the one girl, but he got it from another girlfriend. Uh, they say they're looking for this man who gave uh, this ring to the other lady. The love triangle began to unravel earlier this year when an Orange City woman. They don't mean that she's from the city and that she's orange. <laughs> An orange city woman. <laughs> I don't know, a, she might be. It's not a, it's not a uh, descriptive fake word. Tan, uh... Yeah, she could be. Yeah, we don't want to judge. I don't know. Maybe she is orange. But anyway, she realized her boyfriend was engaged to another woman who lives in Orlando. Uh, the orange city girlfriend looked at the, through the finances Facebook page and saw that she was wearing her wedding band, an engagement ring from her prior marriage. Uh, in orange, uh, the, the keep calling her the Orange City woman. Checked her jewelry box and discovered her old wedding rings were missing, along with several other pieces of jewelry and a diamond ring which belonged to her grandmother. Uh, deputy said, in all, it was about six thousand two hundred and seventy bucks worth of jewelry that was stolen uh, from the Orange City girlfriend. <laughs> orange City girlfriend. They can't stop saying that. It. Sounds like a song. It does. Yeah. It sounds like the worst song. You're my Orange City girlfriend. <laughs> Who sings it? Who's the band? Uh, the band is uh, Jimmy Buffett, of oh, course. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Why not? I can hear it on the Vegas Strip already when yes. I go past his place. Drinking coconut drinks with my Orange City girlfriend. <laughs> Wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Sitting on the beach. <laughs> my hairy chest out. It's great. Julian. I don't think I'll go to work today. I'll just stay home with my Orange City girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> all right, so uh, this lady confronted her boyfriend about the thefts and began communicating with the uh, fiance, so she get her uh, stuff back. How uh, did she? How did she find this person? She uh, it just says Facebook, but I assume that there's more yeah. to it than that. I mean, maybe she found him through. I don't know. She doesn't. They don't say. Interesting. Um, okay. The man told the woman his name was Marcus Brown or Joe Brown, but really his name was Joseph L. Davis. That's not brown at all. No. Uh, a convicted felon who's wanted on a hit and run charge out of Oregon. Jeez Louise, this guy. Wow. And a winner. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they figured it out now. It's better now than mm-hmm. later. 
Uh, anyway, that's and they become best friends. Yep. And now they have their own sitcom. All right, let's move on to this story. It does. It actually does feel like a sitcom premise. A little right? bit, yeah. Or you a know. bad movie I don't want to see. You know. Oh yes, uh, Catherine Heigl and um, yeah, who'd be the other woman? Uh, Kristen Bell. There you go. And then the dude would be played by Ashton Kutcher. Okay. Perfect. Okay, good. We've and done it. Called, we've, we've, and it's called Orange City Girlfriend. <laughs> Orange City Girlfriend. Coming direct to streaming this summer. Yeah. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, speaking of Katherine Heigl, my wife's really into that new Netflix show. Um that she's on. Uh, I don't know what that is. There's a new Netflix show featuring Katherine Heigl. Her and the girl from Scrubs. Can't think of her name either now. Sarah Chalk? Yes. Uh, oh. I don't know. Is it Sarah Chalk? I don't know. Well, there were there were multiple women on Scrubs. But, <laughs> there were uh, many women on Str- Scrubs. She was the main one, though. She played... She had a boy's okay, yeah. name. She was the... She was the... Right. She wasn't the wife of the... Of... Uh, right. Boss, the girlfriend the, yeah. of... The girlfriend of what's-his-name's on and off. Yeah, Sarah Chalk. Right, okay. okay, that's her. The replacement Becky. Yes. She's uh the blonde doctor says the chat. Yeah. Sure. Um Oh my she, gosh, that's cr- like you that that show is just already crush city for me because I I had a thing for both Katherine Heigl and Sarah Chalk. Oh, if you well, tell me yeah. that Zoe Deschanel appears in this thing, Scott, I will just explode. Just her bangs. That's all. Just her bangs. <laughs> Lester bangs. Just her bangs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Lester Bangs is in it. Lester Bangs? Uh, Firefly Lane is what this thing is called? Yeah. My wife loves it. Uh, it's like in their top 10, so clearly other people love it. I find it to be... Well, it is It is exactly what you probably think it is. It's, it's these two women who are now in their 40s trying to deal with all the things that are about being in your 40s, but they jump back in time to when they're teenagers, played by different actresses. Uh, and they, they grew up in the 70s. The, the modern day stuff is set in the early 2000s, like 03 or something. So it's not even set now. Um, okay. It's set like 18 years ago. <laughs> but So I Googled it. And the third thing that comes up is a review from Kristen Hanna's website. Yeah. Uh, she says, Firefly Lane is for anyone who ever drank Boone's Farm apple wine while listening to ABBA or Fleetwood Mac. That's kind of it. That's all I needed to know. Yeah, that's kind of it. Uh, it's uh, she really likes it. I'm I. It's not really my jam, but I can. No. I know why she likes it. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, huh. it's probably not for me right. though. Uh, it okay. looks a little Gossip Girl, uh, um, Gilmore Girls, or just plain girls. <laughs> a little bit. It's more like um, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's. It's weird. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Kind of. It's a chick series. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, Dice Tomato says it's very Lifetime series. That's that. Uh, there you go. There, I don't there. know if that's fair. It's this is higher brow than that, but it's not. It's a bigger. It's a better production than that would ever be. But it's it's still pretty. Okay. I don't know. They're just made. It's yeah. like a, this could be a that. movie. This is a two-hour movie stretched out into a series. That's what it is. God, yeah, I don't think I could do it. No matter how how much I crush on Sarah Chalk and Katherine Heigl, I don't think I can do it. I'll just go watch uh, Knocked Up and uh, yeah, there you go, uh, and Rick and Morty, and I'll get my Sarah Chalk and Katherine Heigl. They got a fake JJ in that Knocked Up. Remember that? You remember that scene? 
No, I don't actually. How yeah. can I not remember that scene? Oh, it's to me, it's vivid. They're in the they're in the room, the the birthing room there, and you got your uh, what's his name? <laughs> I can't think of his name. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's uh-huh. in there, and uh, she's she's giving the birth and stuff, and and uh, they do a they do a, for whatever reason they thought it'd be funny to do a close up shot of her uh, of her birthing uh, space, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's a it's a little faker thing. It's like a little. Uh, you know, little split open thing with a baby head popping out of it. You don't remember this? I, th- I remember no, being shocked I, I by it. No, I, I don't know why I don't remember this. It's like, uh, yeah, I remember being. Yeah, shocked I'm trying by to think that. of what I do remember from that movie. And there are things in that movie that I think are from the 40 year old virgin that I'm oh. pretty sure. Yeah, <laughs> or some other Apatow thing. Like, what Apatow movies am I mixing up? Probably, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. there's like, uh, is it does, does, does it take place in a Best Buy? Am I thinking of the right movie? No, is yeah. it? Uh, Chat room saying, um, "I'm that they never they don't remember this. I'm 100 percent sure it happened, but maybe it was a like unrated, unrated cut, cut or something. Direct, like yeah, right. We got some DVD copy or something. I don't. I didn't like that movie. TMS mashups remembers it. Oh well, he remembers but all. Maybe the it was yeah, all he the giants all. he remembers. Um, <laughs> well, uh, what was I going to say about something you just said? Because it was, I thought it was uh, there was a good point there. You said four year old virgin, uh, uh, Steve Carell. No, I was before uh, that. Uh, Catherine s- Heigl, no. Firefly Lane. Oh, I know what it was. Chat. Uh, sorry, it was the chat who said it, and I was thinking it was you for some reason. So chat asked if uh, I'd seen this Virgin River of Kim had. Yes, she loves that. Also, it's like that. Yeah, I don't know how to explain either. these things. They're just these. Yeah. They're soapy. Is it like Emily in Paris? <laughs> I, maybe. I don't remember that. Was that a thing? <laughs> that's a thing, yeah. That's another new Netflix series that looks like something that... Uh, Tina liked it. I don't think I'm watching it. Yeah, it's not my jam. Mm-hmm. Um, but I understand. I'm not... No judgment. You know, you like what you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. If you like it, exactly. More for you. If you like that, good. Then you should eat all... It's all you can eat. Have all you want. That's the streaming world we live in. <laughs> uh, we also live in a world where we're going to take a quick break and uh, play right. a song, and then we're going to bring Tom in, and we got Nicole. We're going to have all kinds of fun. So stick around after this song that you brought. I brought this. This is really cool. So back in November, uh artist named Decker, D-E-K-K-E-R, spelled like Desmond Decker or Dokken, if you like those two Ks together. Mm, yeah. uh, back in November, he released an album called Slow Reveal. And um, he's re-releasing it with a bunch of extra bonus tracks. So it's getting a little bit more attention again, and as it should, because it's really good. This is uh, one of the first singles he released from the album back in November. Never played it on Indie in the Middle, so we're doing it now. Uh, It is called The Love. Here is Decker.
sugar cereal like it's nothing like it's no big deal well those days are gone holy crap i've been trying to cut down on carbs sugar unhealthy food in general and realize basically i can't eat that stuff anymore (laughs) been doing protein shakes powder that kind of stuff it's all right a sort of way to start your day but man here's what i'd rather do magic spoon yeah that's right big bowl of magic spoon cereal They've released a brand new variety pack now featuring peanut butter flavor. Mm! They released peanut butter as a limited edition flavor in 2020 and it sold out three times. So peanut butter is back. Peanut butter's gotten so much love. They decided to keep it, make it permanent, add it to the best sellers variety pack, which also includes frosted, fruity, and cocoa, zero sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And you never know, dude, you just eat a big heaping bowl and you feel like you're a kid again. But you actually ate well and didn't know it. Anyway, only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. So it's free of all the stuff you don't want. Oh, man. Mixing cocoa with peanut butter tastes exactly like a peanut butter cup. But it's cereal form. Oh, all you need now is Saturday morning cartoons and your life is complete. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code TMS at checkout and save $5 off that order. Magic Spoon's so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash TMS and use the code TMS to save $5. Thank you, Magic Spoon for supporting this show. Mother, too, changes from her daytime clothes. The women of this family seem to feel that they owe it to the men of the family to look relaxed, rested, and attractive at dinner time. The next key to success, get rid of all your ugly friends. This is the morning stream. It puts the lotion in the basket. We're back, everybody. We're back. This was legit, by the way. This wasn't a joke. The next key to success. This guy. Get rid of all your ugly friends. Is that is from an actual like self-help seminar? Jeez. And then he went on to explain. There's wow. a little context. He's like, well, now what I mean by that is. Not so much physical ugliness, although he didn't rule it out. 
uh-huh. but more uh-huh. of like their attitudes and their meh, meh, meh. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, dude. Freaking, I'm going to record you and put you on a show with no context. Take that. <laughs> all right, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get all Ace Detect up in in this joint. Cool, now, sounds now. good. Yeah. It'll be good. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt. I can confirm this. He is here as he is every Wednesday to talk about the tech stories of the day. Tom, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. What hat is this? I like this hat. Well, how do we wear it? Oh, thank you. Uh, this is my morning stream hat. No, oh, it's a huh. it's a, a dragon's hat. Uh, go dragons! Yay, dragons! Is this from uh, FSL? Uh, no, although it could have been. Sure. Uh, it is uh, prior to season eight of Game of Thrones. Oh, oh okay. gotcha. Okay, all right. Hey, do you- oh yeah, I think I saw the Lannisters wearing one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're into the Red Keep, you wear the red hat. That's, That's right, do. exactly. There's somebody wearing it at the Red Wedding, as a matter of fact. That's right. <laughs> I hear this is the Red Wedding. I've got my red hat. <laughs> yeah, I've got my red wedding pennant. Do you, uh, do you have a thought? Do you think we'll ever see that? I know it's an old thing to ask now. We've been asking it since like the early aughts, but do you think we'll ever get a the book six? Is that ever going to happen? Oh, no. No. You don't think so? I think we are. Because uh, they said he's he's been uh, writing over, over yeah. quarantine. He did, he, he did say he made a lot more progress this past year than he's made uh, in a lot of years. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Listen, I think, I think it's more likely he comes out with his next album, Chinese Democracy, yeah. and Duke Nukem Forever before he comes out with uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I lose nothing by expecting it to never come out, except uh, I I do add surprise and delight if it ever does. Yeah. So I just yeah, I'm not I'm done. It's never coming. Uh, and if George R. R. Martin wants to surprise me by finishing it and show me who's boss, well. Go for it, George. Yeah. yeah. I'm behind you. This is the, with this you is all the, the way. This is the right attitude. I like this. I'm going to do this. I'm adopting that attitude about this book. And yeah. all things, all things that are in like limbo right now. I'm just going <laughs> to say, for everything. oh, yeah, you want to just, you want to. <laughs> I'm never getting lunch. Never. What? Yeah. <laughs> lunch? Amazing. <laughs> and then suddenly to be like, whoa, are those potato chips with the sandwich? <laughs> I never expected that. I'm so excited. All right. Well, I'm excited also to hear about technology and uh tom scours mm, the world for that stuff yes. in the mornings for uh, daily tech news show what's happening today yes indeed uh well one of the things there's a lot happening of course it always is uh but one of the things is youtube announced a bunch of stuff mm. uh tell me if any of this surprises and delights you okay youtube shorts coming to the united states in march uh don't know what that is. Sounds like short films. Do they? What size? What sizes is it going to be offered in? <laughs> yeah, not YouTube briefs. Uh, YouTube oh, okay. shorts. Okay. Uh, it is a TikTok-like feature. Fifteen-second videos, uh, oh. and it's on mobile. So you get tools for adding music and editing clips together. Uh, it's got three and a half billion views in India, uh, mostly because India is blocking TikTok. Mm. Uh, so TikTok has taken a bit of a hit there to the point that the TikTok's actually looking to try to sell its Indian arm uh, because India doesn't look to be relenting on that anytime soon. But uh, YouTube's like, let's bring it to the US. So what I want to know from you two is on a scale from Facebook lasso, uh, which is no longer with us to Instagram reels, uh, where do you think YouTube shorts is going to fall? Oh, this is a really interesting question. (laughs) I I mean, can't you already make a YouTube video short? I mean, it's not just going to be 
you can. I'll, I'll, it's be yes. a different delivery of it, right? I, like, will, I will not, yes, I will not prevent you from having your moment of schadenfreude, uh, but you you do make it easier with this. Like, this gotcha, makes it okay. easier. It's like designed, like TikTok is. It's designed, so, like, to make it easy to make a 15-second TikTok video. Because you get the editing tools, like you, you said. You get the music library, you get the okay. editing tools. All so it really is that. It's, it's, yeah, all right. Yeah, now, that uh, knowing knowing that that's the their their plan is just to, this is mostly about a delivery mechanism so that it's easy for people to do it's the same thing that reels did uh my big question is how much market share do they capture but then i realize even if they just get a, a micro chunk of what's potential for like the amount of people that use tiktok if they just get a piece of that mm-hmm. that that represents a huge amount of exposure and money like that's a TikTok is killing it. There's a reason everyone's doing these. There's a reason like companies like this do this. So it's easy for me to get cynical and go, Psh, come up with your own ideas or uh, whatever, whatever. But honestly, like this is a trend that they can't afford probably not to do something with, right? Like I, I agree. Uh, I don't think this will be as much of a failure as Lasso. Uh, YouTube does have a bit of a better track record. I mean, for every YouTube gaming, there, there's another feature that they've added that stuck around and worked. Um, but I I do feel like this strikes me more as YouTube gaming, which is like, let's do Twitch. And then they realize, oh, we could we could just do gaming on YouTube. Yeah. We, we don't need to have a whole separate effort. Uh, I, f- I feel like maybe the tools for this stick around as a, as a perk for creators, but the magic of TikTok is in the algorithm. Right. Mm-hmm. And while YouTube is famous for an algorithm, it's famous for its algorithm radicalizing you into an extremist. Whereas TikTok <laughs> is famous for its algorithm making you happy and enjoy puppies and skateboards. <laughs> right. You're right. Yeah. Like in, yeah. In, in a lot of ways, that's absolutely true. So it, it <laughs> I think you're probably, probably right. They'll make a lot of hullabaloo about it in the initial stages of it. And then people will use it in, to a certain extent and then it will just kind of become part of the YouTube tool set for like shorter form video. Right. Yeah. Because they're because they're breeding their bread and butters and meat and potato. Their thing is still long well not long form, but whatever. Just go and watch video on demand on YouTube in the area you want to watch it in. Like whatever you're whatever you're looking for, that's what you go get. Like they already have what they are, and to try to force square peg into a round hole a little bit with a whole new way of using YouTube is a little screwy. And I think that's true of reels also like reels just annoy me. I, I look at those on, on Instagram and I just go, well, that just feels like a, a, a fifth tire on your car. Like it, it's weird to me. Now I know people are using it and it's happening. And he, again, even if they get a percentage, they have to do it. If that's what you do with these trends, I get it, but I can't use reels because reels just feel like, well, first of all, most of the reels I see are reposted TikTok, TikTok. videos with yeah. TikTok logos right. on it. So that's kind of annoying. Oh, and, let, lest we forget fleets. Fleets have not oh, gone yeah. away. Fleets. Yeah. yeah, fleets have really Jeez. killed it, man. What a huge popular <laughs> popular thing that is. It, uh, uh, interestingly, it took me 15 seconds to remember the term fleets. <laughs> well, irony. Oh, you could have done a YouTube, uh, what, do you, what are they called? <laughs> What's the name YouTube thing? Shorts? Sure, you, you could have made a YouTube, YouTube Shorts short. if you were remembering fleets. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And then done a fleet. Just seconds of me going. It's uh, rhymes with tweets. Is it? Oh, fleets, fleets. Yeah, right. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll run the Twitter app and see up top, see see them, and go, oh yeah, right. That's a thing people do. And uh, mm-hmm. our good pal Patrick likes to use it. Um, but of oh, the yeah. of the four, let's see how many people do I follow of the 
Um, however many I follow, 1,400 people or something. There it is. So, well, 1,171 people I follow. Somehow today there are only four fleets from everybody. <laughs> So. Yes, because only the most quality yeah, uh, right. content. So yeah. There's a big curating process. Yes, yes, exactly. So Wayne, if they um, announced that, they what else did they do? Because it sounds like there's more going on at YouTube yeah. than just these, than just shorts. I guess, I guess the thing that could make YouTube shorts a little more than the parsley on the meat and potatoes of YouTube uh, is India. Mm. Uh, the fact that India doesn't have TikTok. I mean, India may unblock TikTok at some point. Uh, it doesn't look like that happening anytime soon. So the the driving of it in India may keep them developing it, which would keep it around in the United States and other markets, uh, which, you know, so that, that may drive it into evolving into something unique and, and different. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, good luck, YouTube. Unique and different. Those are two different things. Yeah, those are unique <laughs> and different from each other. Yeah. <laughs> those two words. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. And they had, but they had other stuff to announce as well. Or uh, oh yeah, um, a few other things. YouTube TV is getting 4K streaming for some of its oh, content, nice. uh, offline viewing for some of your recordings, and unlimited concurrent streams at home. Oh, uh, so no, no limit on your home streaming as long as you're all on the same network and it can tell that. Uh, it'll let you have as many streams going as as you want. Uh, YouTube Kids is going to get the ability to add individual channels and videos that aren't in YouTube kids. Mm. So if, if you're a parent and you're like, well, it's okay for them to watch this gaming channel, even though it's not in kids, you can approve it. You can say like, go ahead and let that into my, my kids, YouTube kids. Account. Oh, I'm all about that um, parental yeah, uh, stuff like that. Little, That's cool. Parental control. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, a bunch of e-commerce stuff there. They have a, a, a beta thing right now where you can do some in video uh, buying of beauty and electronics. They're going to expand that. There's something called applause tipping. Sounds like a very Twitch type yeah. uh, thing where you buy hands clapping and they show up on the video, you know, for a little bit of money. The creator gets a cut. Right. Uh, new playlist discovery features on YouTube music and uh, YouTube VR getting improved accessibility, search, and navigation. Interesting. So, hmm. YouTube, they're back. <laughs> <laughs> now in pog form <laughs> don't call it a comeback yeah, youtube poggers yeah. <laughs> that'd be wonderful all right well that's uh, fascinating news uh more great stuff like this is always on the daily tech news show every Indeed. single day except for uh saturdays and sundays uh but but you that's when tom, saturday and sunday that's when know? tom I mean, tom goes into hibernation and, and his brain recharges and then he comes back and blows our minds again for the next following week so that's how that works he's a robot man uh, hey, Tom, anything else going on right now that you're doing that people might be interested in? Oh, sure. Uh, I love uh, talking to folks over the email, the electronic mail. I'm old fashioned like that. Mm. I, I like our forefathers. Uh, I talk on the email. And so I, I've got an email newsletter uh, every week. I send, send out an email talking about some of my thoughts, some of the things that I've done, mostly like here's here's what I was doing this week. If you're interested, here's what I'm planning on doing. Uh, and you can respond to that email and uh, and I will likely respond back uh, unless there's just really no, no, no nothing to respond to. Uh, but yeah, freetomnewsletter.com is the place where you get it. That sounds amazing. Uh, and yeah, Dice Mayo, thanks for a reminder. Today's Nintendo Direct Day. We'll see if they do oh, anything yeah. that makes oh. the tech news. We never know from Nintendo. Maybe they'll announce something big. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Tom, have a fantastic day. We'll see you later. (laughs) All right. They're going to announce a new Pokemon called Dennis. Dennis the Pokemon. What's his power? What what is he based, Brian? Is he... he, uh, He's... uh, He's latte based. He has... uh, So basically, he's... Yeah, he's... (laughs) 
Just what I want. He is a weakness to paper towels, but he's uh, double strong against uh, sleepiness. Oh, that's fantastic. This is good news, everybody. Third gen or whatever. What, what generation are we on right now? Uh, gen 7 just came out in Pokemon Go, but I think the actual game is up to like 9 or 10. Or oh, my Lord. Like that. That's a lot. Yeah. All right. It's a lot. Well, it's a lot. On that note. There's a lot of talk of uh, uh, what's coming from this Nintendo. There's something I heard today. What was the rumor? Oh, that they're going to finally show off that uh, Breath of the Wild sequel, which I'm very excited about. Hey, look who it is! Did it's you, Nicole uh, Spag. Oh, hi. Did we what? What's hi, up? hi, hi, hi. Did you uh, did you have a uh, Mario party for the release of Free Mario World? <laughs> no, like but I did? no, but I saw yours. That looked cool with your mask and everything. That was great. I love. All that. right, let me just let me just give you a behind the scenes of what parenting's really like here. Okay. Uh, it was great at first, <laughs> but eventually evolved to me yelling. Wow. <laughs> at the kids. Wow. Like when you, it's like when you play and, Call of Duty back in the day. We'd play Call of Duty know, and Nicole by the end would be yelling at us. That's how it worked. <laughs> Playing 3D Mario World with a five-year-old, not the best idea <laughs> because <laughs> the five-year-old just wants to run ahead yep. while we're all behind. Yep. And we're like, stop, Ava, stop. Yeah, I, I always forget that that game's got like even four player support because I only played it ever solo and I had it on the Wii U. And now again, I'm playing it solo on my Switch and I just never think of it as a multiplayer game. But that must be yeah. aggravating to have. Oh my God. Not be, yeah, people not working together on that thing. And then Mateo's, Ava. And I'm like, I'm done. And I walk away. <laughs> that's the end of that. <laughs> well. <laughs> More of a more of a Mario that's, that's pity behind party. Behind that picture, <laughs> even though the picture looks cute, it, yeah. well, it's it, it, it's all misery and sadness and crying in cupcakes. There's always a there's always a story. There's always a story. I still Great think it's cool that you do that stuff though. That you go all out for that stuff is is awesome though. I love that. Yeah. Uh, even, even when I don't know south. if they'll remember that or me yelling. We'll yeah. see when they get to therapy. Yeah. Yeah. When that all comes out in twenty years, it'll be great. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> hey, look at this, guys. It's uh, Recommendals time. We talk about stuff we've seen on streaming services. And, man, Brian and I are stacked today. We both have two quick yeah. – uh, two, or sorry, two each. So have one. Four total. And then Nicole's <laughs> one. So five today. Man, oh, man. Uh, let's get, get to yours. These. Yeah, let's get yours first, Brian. Do you have a setup for number one here? Uh, I'm hoping I – I don't think either of you guys recommended this, although it feels like it, it might have been something you'd recommend – um, came out last year, so it's been around for a while, and I'm hoping. I, I did a search through the recommendals Twitter and didn't see it, so I'm, I'm hoping that that's the case. All right, well here it is. Check it's it out. okay. Here's a clip. Yeah, the Democratic Party is going to end up nominating Hubert Humphrey next month in Chicago. And when it comes to the war, when it comes to social justice, there is simply not enough of a difference between Hubert Humphrey and Richard Nixon to make a difference. And so we're going to Chicago. Young people, by busloads, will go to Chicago to show our solidarity and our disgust. But most importantly, to get laid by someone you just met. 536,000 of us sent to a country not, not one of these bumper sticker patriots in Washington could find on a map with a motherfucking map. We're going to Chicago. Anyone who stays in the park, sings Woody Guthrie, they're gonna be fine. But the cops, cops gonna be a half inch from losing their f***ing minds, because Daly's gonna wind them up to make sure of it. Sasha Baron Cohen. We're going to Chicago peacefully. We're going peacefully. 
fought. If we're met there with violence, you better believe that we're going to meet that violence with nonviolence. Uh, that's that, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen thing. So that's, Chicago, uh, whatever. that is the, the trial of the Chicago seven. That's it. Oh, I was going to say six. I, met, I left off one. It, it well, must have been Sasha Baron Cohen. Could have been the Chicago eight, uh, according to part of this, uh, part of the, the, the movie. This is so good. It's, uh, Aaron Sorkin came out in September and you heard, um, Eddie Redmayne, the first voice you heard then yet, as you know, yeah, you did hear Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, Jeremy Strong, who plays the the most business savvy brother on Succession, uh, almost unrecognizable with a big bushy beard. Oh, weird! Um, yeah. You've also got Mark Rylance, who is fantastic. John Carroll Lynch, Frank Langella, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, it is a it is an all star cast, and it talks about the 1968 Democratic National Convention where. Um, uh, was the site of this big protest and it kind of incited into a riot. Uh, and yes, this movie came out in September of last year. <laughs> oh man, did it really? Well, wow. I read that I read that they pushed this out fast because they wanted to get ahead of the election. Mm. Like there was the, the they released it early. Oh, they wanted to they wanted to make a uh, get the pol- uh, the political uh, crowd going. Yeah. Yeah. It makes mm-hmm. sense cuz this yep. is absolutely uh, absolutely feels like there's so many weird tie-ins to the 2020 election, but um, but it talks about these these seven people who were kind of plucked out of the crowd um, as inciting this uh, this riot, and you kind of find out through the way it's told. It it the majority of the film takes place in court, but then you kind of get these flashbacks and these stories as as they get unfolded in in the um, uh, in the trial. It's so good. It's so well done. And, and, um, I had no idea until we started watching it, how many of these people, you know, how many people were in it. Then I'm like, Oh my God, that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt had no idea. You know, yeah. it didn't know going into it, all the, the big cast it's, um, uh, it's great. Uh, it's on Netflix, the trial of the Chicago seven. It's, it's got, you kind of heard that in the beginning where it's cutting from different people speaking yeah. and connecting it. It's got kind of that, um, the big short mm. kind of feel to it in places. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I know, that. Where I like it's, that. it's humor with the intent of setting things up. Um, cause they talk to the camera too, right? No, no, not Do at they all. Talk to the, oh, they don't, they don't break the, the wall. They don't break the fourth, the fourth wall. wall. Mm. But um, no, it's, uh, but it is really, really good. Does anyone uh, wear again, a, a Borat onesie? Does that happen at all? <laughs> Sasha, Abby Ho- so Sasha Baron Cohen <laughs> plays uh, Abby Hoffman. Yeah. And no, at no time does he wear a Borat onesie, sadly. That's too bad. I really My like wife. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> all, all right. Nice one. So Number let's two. let's get to my second one. Here's your clip. Or any setup uh, or display. Uh, another movie and um uh yeah i'm not going to tell you anything about this because you might get it just from the the audio all right here we go what did i do that was so terrible i guess i shouldn't have said that thing about the cabinet in front of tugwell but since when does anybody care what i have to say those things just pop out of my mouth and the moment they do i feel like 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 you got caught jean's on lit (gasps) no well, do you always just say whatever you think? Hmm. You're blushing. I am not. Are too. I am not. Are too. I can see it. 
even in the dark. Well, what can I tell you, Mank? Mary and Doris went to convent school. Yeah. Hedda! That's a big clue right <laughs> there. Hedda! What's the gossip columnist around this I don't know when you know what this one? is. I hate shop talk. I never know what's going on. This is that uh, Mank thing. The Mank. Yeah, you said it right there in the clip. I didn't edit oh. it out. Yeah. It's uh, Mank all about uh, Herman, Herman Mankiewicz, who was the guy that they brought in. He's, he was a writer in Hollywood. Uh, 40s, 30s, and 40s, and he was brought in to do the screenplay for Citizen Kane and work with Orson Welles yeah. on it. And he's an alcoholic. Um, he he just like it says in that clip. He does. He says whatever is on his mind, and um, that helps him and hurts him and kind of gets him into a battle with um, Meyer, the one of the heads of MGM, mm-hmm. Metro Golden Meyer, Louis B. Meyer. And kind of also endears him a little bit to William Randolph Hearst, who he kind of ends up basing the screenplay of Citizen Kane on in not a favorable way. Mm. Um, this is a David Fincher film. Uh, he's actually been wanting to, he's, he's, he wrote the script for this in the 90s. And so it's finally uh, coming out. Um, actually, David Fincher's dad wrote the script in the 90s. Oh, no way. Then, That's cool. And, David Fincher wanted to release it or or do it after the game um, with jo- uh, Kevin Spacey in the Gary Oldman role and Seafried's role be played by uh, Jodie Foster, but it finally came out now. Mm. Um, this is, uh, here's the thing to prepare for. And I think they do this because Citizen Kane is told in the same jumbled Pulp Fiction kind of jumping around from time to time. Uh, kind of thing. Mm. This is also told in this kind of jumping from flashbacks to flash forwards to here to there. And once you're aware of it and once you're used to it, it makes perfect sense and it doesn't uh it doesn't get confusing. But um black uh, and white, if, right? Isn't it black and white? Black and white, totally black and white. Mm. And not just black and white, but oh my God, it feels like it feels like a movie from the 1940s. It's got that, like the the style of the title cards and the way it introduces its actors and things like that. It's it's really good. Mm. Um, yeah, both of these are Golden Globe nominees, and so that's kind of where we're we're he- Tina and I are heading into watching stuff that is nominated, nominated, thinking it might become Oscar as well. Sure. Oscar nominees as well. Is he gonna? Um, you're gonna yeah, see him get nominated again? Do you think for? Uh... For best actor, I could easily see Gary Oldman get nominated for this. Um, Gary Oldman, Amanda Seyfried, uh, Charles Dance is William Randolph Hearst, so Tywin Lannister, um, kind of just as maybe a little bit less evil than Tywin Lannister, but he's still really, really good. Uh, it's excellent, and it's it's one that because of the jumping around that it does. It's probably another one where you got to close the iPad and and just watch it and um, uh, and not get distracted by anything. All right. Well, there you go. High recommendation yeah. for Mank. Yes. Now I'll throw in a really quick meh commendation mm. um, because of its Golden Globe nomination. We also watched Ratchet, mm-hmm. or Ratchet, oh. which is the story of Nurse Ratchet. Uh, How did that get nominated? Exactly. How it shouldn't. Seriously. <laughs> Yeah, it it uh, it feels like a, one of the bad seasons of American Horror Story. Uh, yeah, so, cool. if you haven't seen it yet, you probably don't need to. Don't yeah. don't uh, don't watch it just based on its nomination. I'll just say that. 
Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm, I I thought about poking into there, but I I'm I'm not going to now. Based yeah. on just watch American Horror Story. Just I'm sure you're not caught up. Like yeah, me. find one of the good seasons and watch one of yeah. the good seasons of American Horror Story. All right. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. Those are, those are my recommendations. Well done. Here's my first one. It's a movie. It's on Netflix. Here it is. I'm fluent in Latin and Greek, of course. And beyond those, uh, I have an intimate knowledge of the Romance tongues. Italian, French, Spanish, Catalan. And to a lesser degree, Portuguese, Vaudois, Provençal, and other dialects. In the Teutonic branch... I'm familiar with the German, Dutch, Danish, and Flemish. I've specialized in Anglo-Saxon and Meso-Gothic, and I've prepared works for publication on both these languages. I also have a useful knowledge of Russian. I have sufficient knowledge of Hebrew and Syriac to read at sight the Old Testament and the Peshito, and to a lesser degree, uh, Aramaic, Arabic, Coptic, and Phoenician, to the point where it was left by Jesenius. Uh, forgive me rattling on... Uh, I'm sure you have questions. All right. Any ideas? Hmm. I hear a little Irish or uh, Scottish. In there? Scottish? Scottish. It's, a, it's the Billy Connolly story. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Finally, the Billy Connolly story can be told. All right. This is called. I don't know, but my brain hurts just listening to all that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was your, uh, that was your boy, uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. He uh, is uh, uh, in a new, newish film called The Professor and the Madman. Actually came out in 2019, technically. Um, okay. This is a, a co-star Sean Penn. And it's a, uh, a movie about, uh, it's basically a biographical uh, drama that is all about the guy who started the Oxford Dictionary. And oh, wow. Okay, how he got it cool. done and how he got it done with the help of a guy who is like just me- mentally ill to the 10th degree, played by Sean Penn. Um, was in jail or in prison for uh, killing a dude. There's a whole sub story with the the wife of the dude that was killed. She's played by Natalie Dormer, who's awesome in this. Mm. Speaking um, of Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I really liked it. I like period piece films. I like biographical, historical movies. This isn't you know action packed and you know full of you know nonstop witty pithy whatever it's it's a very you know plays it very straight but i like movies like this and this really uh scratched that itch for me i liked it a lot and uh would highly recommend it it's called the professor and the madman and it's uh, available on netflix netflix all right cool um i thought mel gibson was really good in it and uh so this is a film's made by farad safinia i'm not sure who that is sometimes goes under the name pb sherman or sharon anyway Super okay. interesting stuff. It was shot in Dublin a long time ago in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was this big legal battle between Gibson, the director, Voltage Pictures, a bunch of people. Ended up de- delaying the release until 2019. Um, and by the end of that, there was like some, I don't know if it was disowning, but basically the director and Mel Gibson were so pissed they like just didn't want anything to do with it. Which oh, I God. find so weird because it's, it's really good. It's very well made. Mm-hmm. Um I loved it. So anyway, oh, that's and that's why the egos, yeah, yeah. He basically didn't want to be recognized for directing or co-writing the film, so he took the pseudonym PB Shimron. Yeah, that must be why he used it. Yeah, wow. Um, so he's it's I don't I don't know like the movie I can't tell what's wrong with it. If there's something wrong, I don't know what it is because it seems really well produced, made, directed, acted. 
Uh, Sean yeah, Penn's great in it, like he is in everything. I thought it was just awesome. So it's funny uh, because um, the the legal issues seem even really vague. Um, among, among other things, it was alleged that Voltage Pictures refused to schedule a critical five days of filming in Oxford and that the director was denied final cut privileges. And that's what the legal battle was for. But apparently it just really must have spiraled uh, or done something. Really, exactly. Or, you know, yeah. And maybe Jeez. Mel All Gibson right. was a pain in the ass. I don't know. He may have been what him. Come yeah. on. Who knows? Ever? I really like him when he's acting. I, he's yeah. such an a-hole in real <laughs> <Exactly>. life. But <laughs> if, if only we could carbon freeze him between roles <laughs> yeah. and just thaw him out whenever he needs to act. Yeah, and then... I think that'd be great. But he's so compelling in this role. I, I thought he was great. And that accent is, you know, he's pulled right out of freaking Bravehearts, like the same accent. But anyway, yeah. uh, that's number one. Number two is this one. It's also on Netflix. And it's one I meant to see back when it came out in 2016. I didn't, so I watched it here. Here you go. Hey, it's David. Bro, you want to hear something totally up? Merry Christmas, Ephraim. It's Christmas? That's why nobody's here. I was about to fire the entire office. Anyway, when I was over there, I was talking to our boy, Bashkin. Did you know his uncle? Works at the Albanian Defense Ministry. No, I didn't know that. Well, he does. So I said, you know, it'd be interesting to me, Bashkin. I'd be curious to know what Henry is paying the Albanians for the AK ammo. Ephraim. Know what he found out? That motherfucker is paying two and a half cents a round. Okay. Is that uh, War Dogs? It's War Dogs. Jonah yeah. Hill. Yeah. Jonah Hill. Yeah. Jonah Hill and Todd Phillips. Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, Miles Taylor. Teller is his name. Oh, guy. Miles Teller. Drum faster. Yeah, that guy. Uh, Steve Lance is also in this. There's also a, I wouldn't call it a cameo. It's bigger than that, but it's a very small role with um, uh, Rocket Raccoon. I can't even his name. Uh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper is in there. Mm-hmm. Plays a real psycho. Oh, wow. um, anyway, it's all about a. Tr- it's based on a true story of these two twenty-somethings who grew up together, who end up going to business together to sell arms to the U.S. government, and they have to like kind of fake that they're big and that they're worthy of this c- contract and all this stuff. They end up traveling all over the world to make it happen and doing some really shady stuff to get it done. And I quite liked it. Um, it's. It's impossible to watch it, though, and not go, man, did you just take a Scorsese template and make your movie from the template? Like <laughs> they, they, the movie plays like like Goodfellas. It's it's narrated by the my the Miles Teller character in the way that you would watch Goodfellas and hear it narrated by what's his name. Um, and it kind of jumps between scenes with that narration. It's got that same kind of beat music that they use. It's all very, very uh very similar to like a Scorsese movie uh casino or goodfellas or whatever um now aside from that though where it just that sort of just feels lifted i think it's pretty good um there's moments that are funny most of it is just like oh man the freaking business of war is gnarly and gross mm. and i kind of hate that wasn't um, there a john cusack movie similar yeah it was something uh, uh war are you thinking a lord of war, lords of war lord, lord, lords of war yeah yes, yeah, that, yeah but yeah, that yeah. was um that was nick cage wasn't it or what am i thinking no. of was it no i thought it was, it was there was another was one cusack. That, there was a cusack one that is like that that i think is a it's a, maybe i get it's not it's not his uh gross point blank character but it's um lords of war was nick cage yeah, it was a different, yeah, Lord of uh, Wars, Nick Cage, um, Jared Leto, a bunch of other guys. That's a very similar thing, though. Like the the this one's interesting just because of the fact that it's based on a true story. They take some liberties, obviously, but 
Um, I will say this. Jonah Hill is really good. That guy is great. Like, he gets, what was he nominated for? War Inc. War Inc. I knew there was a Cusack movie. Her yelling War Inc. is ruining her internet. (laughs) I know, he's saying, War Inc. War Inc. Yeah, War Inc. is the one you're thinking of. Um, I, I'm sure all these movies share whatever, but I think Jonah Hill's amazing in this. That's the reason to see it. Um, I think he's great in pretty much everything, but uh, and he always plays such unlikable a-holes, right? Like, that's kind of his thing. Mm-hmm. But he's really good I at it. I don't know. It. He was pretty great in that movie with uh, the redhead. Oh, yeah, the redhead. I recommended yeah. it. Manic, I think it was called. Oh, uh, the, the, the Netflix weird little mini series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I never, I didn't see that. That was really liked it. So this is back when Jonah Hill was still like 300 pounds or something. And, uh, (laughs) he's lost a lot of weight since then. Uh, And, um, there's something I really miss about his bravado as a big man. It's hard to explain. It's, it's, there's something about his acting when he's, when he's big, (laughs) That, that, that's different than when he's not big and that's not great because he's healthier now and that's where it should be. But anyway, I really liked it and uh, it's not, this is definitely kind of a, 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 you know, it's a little hard edge. It's not, this isn't for the kids, this movie at all. Um, but uh, you think, yeah, not at all, <laughs> but it's, it's, it's interesting. Todd Phillips directed it. He's, he's kind of an interesting director, co-wrote it as well. So anyway, there's that. Those are mine. Uh, Nicole, we're to you now. All right, so I don't know if this is a recommendal. Uh-oh. Wow. Uh, but we watched it. Ava and I watched it. I'm mm-hmm. going to give you the clip. It's on HBO Max. Okay. Uh, HBO has been pushing this. It just push, push, push. And so I was like, well, it looks like a kid's movie. Let's watch it, Ava. Uh, she cried. Oh. <laughs> I'll say that. Okay. All right. <laughs> she cried in it. Interesting. All right, yeah, here it, it is. Her, it made her play. scared. Oh, I see the because I have to hit play. I have to see the God, name. I, I figure you would. It's mm. uh, this is that okay? Well, we'll talk about it. Hang on. Here yeah. We <laughs> here we go. Sadly, it's, I saw it too. It's playing. Is it playing? Here we go. Erica, you haven't ever wished family would adopt you, have you? Nope. Anybody who choose me would be pretty unusual. <gasps> we'll take this one. For the first time in my life, I'm being made to do something I don't want to do. Now then, let's you and I get a few things straight. My name is Bella Yaga. I'm a witch. Great. All right. This is uh, <laughs> so. This is the, their first CGI movie from the studio. Yeah, Ghibli, Ghibli. yeah Studio Ghibli. Ghibli, Ghibli. So I'm not Ghibli. familiar with Studio Ghibli. Is it Ghibli? <laughs> Ghibli, Ghibli, Ghibli. Ghibli. I don't know. Yeah. I even went to their I went to their friggin' uh, museum studio thing in Japan, oh, yeah, and I yeah. still don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Oh, so this is this movie is 3D animation, and if you look at the comments, everybody's so disappointed in the 3D animation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, whatever. Uh, this is called Earwig and the Witch. Yeah, Earwig and, and the it, Angry Witch. Yep, and the Angry <laughs> That's Inch Witch. That's kind of what I thought when I started it. I was like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's about a little girl named Earwig, but she doesn't know her name is Earwig because her mother, who is a witch, drops her off at an orphanage, and the orphanage renames her Erica Wig. Mm. Um, 
And it's about the story of the little girl in the orphanage and she gets adopted by another witch. Yeah. <laughs> just, and her adventures and it's very fractured at times and the storytelling isn't so good. And in fact, I got to the end. I'm like, that's it. Mm. Like it was, it mm. was not a satisfying ending to me. <laughs> so that's interesting. Cause they've, they're famous for some incredible things like Howl's moving castle, yeah. princess, Spirit Mononoke, away. Ponyo, Spirit yeah, away. exactly. Amazing. Delivery service. Yeah. yeah really and there good. were times yeah. where I did, it just didn't make sense. I'm like, I don't understand what, how did, is this just a coincidence? Is there more to the story? What's the deal with the mom? She just left the baby. We don't find out I mean, anything. My, my problem is about the that. minute I see it, I go, "Was this made in 1993 before Toy Story?" Like it looks, <laughs> it does. Yeah, I mean, the CGI yeah. doesn't look like looks bad. It's not that good. Yeah, it's not, like it's, five years ago, CGI. Yeah, yeah. You know, upset with it. That was such a thing that worried me because I saw the trailer and I'm like, "Oh, well, I like." You know, I like Studio Ghibli. I like Miyazaki. Um, and I guess his son did this. But uh, this worried me it's, so much. And I'm, I'm It has like my... a really, really bad rating. It's like two out of ten. Oh, like, I didn't look. So Ava serious. and I were watching this. Uh-huh. She was kind of getting, because there's like weird music integration into it. Uh-huh. Like, they're, they're, her mom's in a rock band. Uh-huh. And... I'm not going to tell you all of it. So it really I mean, is Hedwig in the Angry Inch. It kind of is a little bit. <laughs> so there's a scene where the little girl is getting back at uh, Bella Yarga yeah. and scared the crap out of Ava. Oh, really? Okay. She makes a voodoo doll and she puts um, hands, arms on her head and on her butt. Mm. And it happens and Ava's like... Whoa! She's screaming. I'm like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> no butt touching. <laughs> well, no, the head's coming out of the woman's. I know. I know. Or the <laughs> arms coming out of the head, and it was just, it was. I had to like fast forward, and we got to a, a better thing. And that's so <laughs> yeah. funny. I thought you were gonna say, oh, she cried because there was this sad, sad thing. But no, it's this. No, it was like cr- crying because it was. But that is that. Uh, that honestly sounds very. Ghibli to me, Ghibli to me, because they're like that furniture barfing thing and spirited away. And like all their movies are have something in it that's like, oh, what am I I even looking at here? Like it's always this weird thing. So it sounds like that's it carries that on. There's a lot of weirdness to it. I mean, it it wasn't like I hated the movie, I just felt like very like it was short. I got shorted. Like, tons of plot holes didn't make sense like all of a sudden mom's here i'm like what <laughs> and then movie ends so oh, weird and it just yeah it was it's okay all right oh. but so it's a semi pushing it they are really pushing this this movie so i'm like ah oh, we'll watch yeah. it so yeah. it's like didn't hate it but i also didn't there's Love just it. such, yeah. uh, you know, and it's probably part of part of it is this, there's just so such high hopes for another film from the studio, right? Like, but see, you know, no, I don't. I went into yeah, it not knowing. It it. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, that's probably got a lot of the hate. Oh, not, yeah, not yours. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Why a lot of people are disappointed in it? Yeah. Oh, guaranteed. Like, if you that. go inside unseen and you have a decent okay time, but you're not really sure. People who go yeah. in with like a love for Miyazaki's work are going to walk away pissed. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be way more mad because they have expectations that have been met in the past. And, and this one just doesn't do it for people. It's yeah. like, well, I'm not going to watch it because that'll bum me out. I know. I'll go. I'll go watch. Everybody wanted Howl's it to moving be castle or yeah. castle in the sky or Totoro or something like that. But I, just, I did. Yeah. I did watch uh, Wendy's recommendation. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can always get it wrong. If cry. and only if if and only or in and of it itself. Oh in my God. Itself, I always yeah. get it wrong. It's a terrible <laughs> title. If and only if you watch, <laughs> will you see an elephant? It's such a terrible title. It's a, no, no, it's, oh, a, it's an old saying, though. It's a, like it's a but thing I, that, oh, in and of itself. I, yeah, yeah. I just forget it each time. <laughs> I Google if and only if. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah, that. So Mark awesome. and I watched that. I'm crying. Mark's not moved at all. Yeah. He's, well, he's, he's, a, he's, he's he's a monster. Yeah, he's a stone cold beast. He's an man. unfeeling golem, is what he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he doesn't. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was I'm glad I watched it before the hype of it got out. Yeah, yeah. So. that thing was rad. Um, it okay. Is. Uh, well, well done. This is fantastic. Now, all of these recommendals will end up on Nicole's little list she puts on Twitter. So if you want to follow yeah. her there, you can. Nicole Spag over there, and uh, you too can keep up with what the hell we talked about today. <laughs> From Studio Ghibli Ghibli and Ghibli Ghibli and the Angry Inch. Uh, Nicole, I will uh, still never remember that it's a soft G. I'll never remember it. I'll still call it Studio Ghibli. I can't help it either. It's a problem with me. Uh, Nicole, have a fantastic week. No more Mario parties for you. We'll see you later. <laughs> All right, Brian, we've come to the point of the show where, as promised, we have a mashup um, procured and put oh, together gosh. by TMS yes. Mashups. I think he's in the chat today. He is, yeah. Uh, this is our accent specials uh, that we're doing kind of in rapid succession of this week. And we have the Canadian one and I'm going to play it now and I haven't heard it. So I have no idea what to expect. I'm guessing it's mostly Brian. He does a lot of Canadian on the show. I know what to expect and I still don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stories, a lot of who knows, yeah. uh, but find out with us as I hit play. As long as you're sorry, it's okay. You can go ahead and oh, go. You, s- you stole a six pack of two Borg. You're going to the pokey, mister. <laughs> No, you're your hoser. You're not gonna have to. You're gonna have to get your headlights fixed, eh? Uh, let's play a game called Beer Hunter. Yeah. All right, we're gonna shake up a beer. Which one is it gonna be? Oh, yeah, you hoser. You picked the wrong one again, hoser. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks there, buddy. Oh, good day. Welcome to the Royal Ontario Museum, eh? Yeah. Come on in. You got leeches? Oh, we could totally use those, eh? Oh, here, hold my toque. Let me count how many of these we got here, eh? Oh, you hoser. You brought in a lot, eh? Get it together. Hey, open the pa- open the bay doors. We got to take a whiz, eh? Got to take a piss. Got to take a whiz, eh? <laughs> I drink too much Elsinore beer on the way up here, eh? It's too much tang. Uh, you hoser, you drink all the tang. Just pick a knot hole and shove your money in there, eh? <laughs> It'll be safe. We'll put your name on it, eh? Yeah, don't worry about it. This is the Oak Bay. Just carve your name. That'll be your pin. Just carve your name into the area right above the knot hole and then put your money in there. And then when you want your money, you just come and get it, eh? Yeah, look out. Yep. Hey, we're coming through, eh? Get out of the way, hoser. Get out of the way, hoser. <laughs> we're coming through, eh? Oh, look at this, eh? This is pretty cool. Oh, I dropped it in the sink. Okay, well, anyway, we don't want to really freak you out or nothing or interfere uh, interfere with your oh, other shows, so... Uh, we don't about- want to bum you out right around Halloween. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that, <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so you don't funny. need that. 
We're now to boot that all up here. Yeah. Eh? Sorry you took the bandwidth <laughs> to download that app, see, but we don't need it up here, see? Sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, uh, as you can imagine, the highlight of this light show for any child would be Santa at the end, you know? There you go. That's what it's all about, <laughs> to see Santa. We were real sorry not to see him. Real sorry. Sorry. We had to go to Mike Hortons to, or Tim Hortons to calm our nerves. Mike Hortons. And you're right. Hit the brass rail, eh? Oh, didn't go through your head, though, eh? We've disproved something with physics, eh? Let's get a beer. Uh, we got a Kentucky Bill from Toronto, Canada, which makes no sense to me. Kentucky Bill from Toronto, Canada. Yeah. I love it. Sorry, I'm Kentucky Bill, eh? Want to go to Tim Hortons for some coffee and some Timbits? People say, hey, you really from Kentucky? No, sorry. It's just a joke no, name. sorry. No, I, I use it for Counter-Strike. Yeah. I use it in Fortnite occasionally. That's it. I like to go up to Kentucky sometimes. Sorry. But, uh, not there, eh? <laughs> Really, oh, really focused in wow. on old Tim Hortons and uh, stuff. We got that every, every yeah, time. Yeah, lots of Tim Hortons, but my God, so much, eh? Like, yeah. apparently it's, uh, yeah. it is the go-to. <laughs> yeah, we like to get, uh, you know, our Bob and wow. Doug on. That's what we like. So No we, mention of hockey or Mounties or anything like that. No. Nope. It's Tim Hortons, sorry, a boot, and a. Yeah, no no maple syrup. Uh, right. Uh, you mentioned Mounties. What else they got in Canada? Justin Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't talk about Bieber or uh, Mike Myers or any of those. Right, right, exactly. Anyway, Uh. well, well done. Uh, We're going to now take our leave. Uh, Here's the deal, though. There will be a show tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday, and there'll be a show. Wendy will be here. We'll have uh, some fun uh, conversation and all that stuff. So please, please come back then. But if you haven't yet. Oh, we just got homework from Wendy. Uh, She wants us to watch the entire uh, run of uh, Bridgerton. Uh, oh, okay. Tomorrow. Tonight we have to do that tonight. Yeah, tonight, yeah. Okay. The entire, the entire run. Okay, let's get in there. Get that done. Every uh, episode of Meet the Press. She wants <laughs> us to get caught up on uh, Meet the Press. Oh man, I'm really behind then. <laughs> in fact, I'm not sure I've ever seen in a single Meet the Press episode. <laughs> so I just know it's one of the longest running. To- yeah, we'll go all the way back to that guy in the '90s. What was his name? He was good. Uh, he died suddenly. Oh. Um, He's the guy that uh, Dana Carvey. Would do the impression of no. Right? That was the that was the oh no. Uh, that's the Mc, PBS uh, no. Yeah, what was the name of that guy? Anyway, he was great. NBC guy. Mm-hmm. Can't think of his name. Anyway, so yeah, uh, tomorrow be here. Patreon.com/slash/tms is how you can support the show. And as always, you can send us your emails at the morning stream at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at morning stream. You can find me at Scott Johnson, Brian at Coverville, and the show uh, is uh, all its details, all its information, requesting songs, all of it. Or at frogpants.com slash TMS. All right, let's get out of here, Brian. I need music, though. I've got music for you, and uh, maybe we're a day late on this one, but whatever, I don't care. Kate wrote in and said, I used to live in New Orleans and always felt like home to me. So, yes, I took a certain amount of issue with Scott's aversion to trombones, Mm. and even though he calls it a crap hole, my husband calls it the most magical crap hole in the world. If you're not aware, most of the Mardi Gras festivities have been canceled this year due to the pandemic. Not to be outdone, New Orleans decided instead to have the float builders make their houses into floats instead. They're calling it Yardi Gras. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Some of the more impressive setups can be found um, here. She gave me a link. Happy Mardi Gras, y'all. Signed, Kate. I also heard they had to shut a bunch of stuff down, even in addition to that, because now they've got snow and ice on their streets this this week. Oh, geez. I don't know how it went yesterday, but uh, yeah, that was a thing. The video or like the... The news cutting to live shots of Mardi Gras. It was just, it was just empty, yeah. empty. St- Bourbon Street had nobody on it. So, Sucks. 
It's crazy. Um, I did end up making king cake cupcakes last night, and uh, they're delicious. And the great thing about king cake cupcakes is that they're both a breakfast cinnamon roll and they're a dessert. So yep. you can eat that's them a, all damn that's day a gi- long Yeah, that gift just keeps giving all day. Have it for every meal. Yes. Why not? Every damn meal. Yeah. Uh, Kate's request is a cover of Go to the Mardi Gras, originally by Professor Longhair. But um, uh, she really likes the Cowboy Mouth cover of it. So let's play it from their 2010 EP, Mardi Gras. Here is Cowboy Mouth and go to the Mardi Gras. If you go to New Orleans, you ought to go see the Mardi Gras. If you go to New Orleans, you ought to go see the Mardi Gras. The Mardi Gras. Somebody show you what carnival for. Get your ticket in your hand. You wanna get your ass down to New Orleans. Get your ticket in your hand. You wanna get your ass down to New Orleans. And if you stay Somebody show you the Zulu King Go see the Mardi Gras. If you go to New Orleans, you ought to go see the Mardi Gras. Cause if you see the Mardi Gras, somebody show you what carnival for. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You don't have your gravity belt on. Nope. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.